Hey everyone, I'm back and I'm super excited because my podcast finally has a name. I'm super excited for this, you guys, because like I told you before, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. So I feel like it's official now that I have a name. But let me get started with this episode so we don't waste any time. I once told myself that I should write a book about my experiences and some of my darkest times. I wanted this book to be addressed to my younger self or to younger girls and teens to give them the advice and the encouragement that I never had. And I think that it's important that our young girls and teens get support because we are often dismissed. We are often told, both girls and boys, especially in the black community, that all we have to do is go to school and get good grades. And while this should be all that children have to worry about, this is not all that we do have to worry about. Saying things like that dismisses the struggle that we go through, the bullying, the peer pressure, and it oftentimes dismisses the things that we are going on in our very own homes. So instead of writing this book, my podcast will be addressed to these young girls, to myself, my younger self, and to my young daughters. It will also serve as an encouragement to grown women who never got the support as a child that they very much deserve. So with that being said, let me get started with episode two because this has been a long time coming. He doesn't love you just because he says he does. You know, I wish somebody would have told me that growing up. Because honestly, I might not be a single mom, y'all. And as I said before, I don't regret any of the decisions that I've made. But I believed that the knowledge of certain things allows you to make better informed decisions. And so I think about if I was told about love, if I was told not to believe everything that you hear, especially from a man, if I was really explained, if that was really explained to me, I think about how that would have shaped my life and shape my decisions. I really do think about this sometimes, y'all. And like I said, I don't regret having kids. I don't, of course I don't regret my kids. I have two beautiful daughters. But it might have changed my decision making. It might have made me reevaluate some of the choices I made, some of the people I dated. It may have brought to light some of the lies that I chose to believe or I really didn't know any better.
but it would have brought to light some of those lies that I believe and I would have been able to see them and not have believed them and would have left before I got in deep. They say that a girl's first love should be her father. But what if she doesn't grow up with one? Or what if she has a lousy father that's barely there? Or what if she has an abusive one? Well, I had the latter. And on top of that, I not only had an abusive father, but I had an abusive stepfather. So I grew up with my father, my biological father, being verbally, very verbally abusive and very controlling. And very early on in my life, I remember him spanking me for things that no child should be spanked for. And this is not a spanking debate because not everybody believes in spanking. Some people believe in it and some people don't. And this is not a debate on that. But I remember one of my worst encounters was getting sick in his apartment when I was younger. And I was really getting sick because I was nervous to be around him because he was always controlling. He always scared me. He always put fear in me. And I felt very uncomfortable being around him by myself. So being at his house made me so uncomfortable that I got sick and threw up. And he beat me with the leather belt for not making it to the bathroom. I remember getting beat, sitting in the car because we were by the water and I was in the car eating McDonald's and the seagull started to perch on top of his car and he got upset because I wasn't eating quote unquote fast enough. And so he began to hit me. And there are so many other things that happened. And over time, he said, okay, I'm not gonna hit you anymore. But then the verbal abuse ensued. So I was subjected to being called the B word. Yes, my, yes, my own father called me the B word. And he said a whole bunch of horrible things about me. He said a whole bunch of horrible things about my mom. And this is not meant to bash my father because I have since reconciled with him and he has since apologized and repented for the things that he's done. So this is not at all an attempt to bash him. I'm just telling y'all my story because I want y'all to know the things that I've been through and maybe y'all can relate. I remember my mom coming home 
saying she was married to my stepfather when I was three years old after being with him for only five months and I don't remember my stepfather prior to them getting married but then again they were only together for five months and I was only three years old when they got married so of course I wouldn't remember much but I remember very early on him being very abusive and I remember seeing when I was younger he would pick up my brother and my sister by their necks and most of the times he would do these things when my mother wasn't home and I remember telling my mother often about these things and it hurt me that she wouldn't do much about it she said she would pray on it And once again, this is not to bash anyone in these stories because I have since forgiven, have since healed, been healed because of this trauma. But I just want you guys to know some of the things I've been through. But my mom, she didn't do much. And so it hurt me to watch my siblings go through this. And being the oldest on my mom's side, I felt helpless. And then he also went on to destroy the relationship between me and my mother, my stepfather did. So he often told my mother lies about me. He often did things that turned my mom against me and y'all may be thinking how can some a man turn your mom against you but my mother eventually confided in me when I reached an adult that she was suffering herself from low self-esteem so imagine her trying to appease her husband while also trying to protect her children and also having low self-esteem and I just think that's a lot that's a lot and I didn't understand it as a child of course I didn't understand it I wasn't supposed to understand it but I just remember experiencing a lot of hurt. I remember me having an instance with my father when I took a trip with him to Ohio. And it was the one of the worst experiences of my life with my father because it was the first time that I was with my biological father for a week by myself and I was frightened and he berated me and verbally abused me the whole time and after that trip I finally told my mother everything that had ever gone on with my father and that was at 11 or 12 years old y'all so imagine me going through this with my father for a long time 
and never saying anything, never speaking up, and me just enduring this, not only from my father, but my stepfather. And eventually I didn't talk to him. After that whole situation, that whole trip, when I was 11 or 12, I didn't speak to my father for years, but I was still living in the house with my stepfather. And then when I turned 16, me and my stepfather got into a big, a huge physical altercation that resulted in my mom and his separation. And that really caused me to go into a deep depression. Y'all, I was in a deep, deep depression. I did not go to school for like three weeks. I could not, I was just so deep in it, y'all. And I'll talk a little bit more deeply about that later on. But imagine now having these examples as men in my life and then expecting me to make good decisions when dating men. Like imagine that. Because two two abusive men were my examples. So no, I did not purposely go after abusive men. But subconsciously, as a woman, you are used to that type of behavior. So subconsciously, you gravitate toward that behavior. And because I wasn't given the tools or the therapy to learn prior to me dating or growing up or anything to deal with this trauma, I ended up choosing men that were not good for me. I ended up choosing men that were abusive. I ended up being with two abusive men that ended up being the father of my children, the fathers of my children. And it's a lot sometimes, y'all, because I think, like, what if something was a little bit different? I love my daughters, but I hate that I brought them into this world with men that abused me that were not good to their mom and that hurts me sometimes but one of the things that I think is very important is that nobody taught me about the red flags nobody taught me how to recognize abuse. Nobody taught me these things. 
So when somebody said to me, I love you, I just believed it. And that may seem stupid to some, but it's real. I believed it because nobody taught me otherwise. And I've always had a big heart. I've always been real genuine with who I am. So I always said, if I'm genuine, of course others will be genuine. But one of the things that I think is important is that I wasn't taught how to notice the red flags. I wasn't taught how to be treated. I wasn't taught how a man should love me. I wasn't taught these things. And so when somebody said, when a man said, I love you, I believed it. When a man said, I'm going to do this for you, I'm going to take care of you, I'm going to, I'm never going to leave you, I believed it. And because I'm genuine, and because I love hard, I didn't think anything of it. But I think it's so important that we teach our girls this, that we teach our girls how to know when men are not good for us, that we teach our girls and our young ladies how to recognize those red flags. And guys, I'm still learning. I'm still learning and I'm still growing because I am not perfect. Because let me tell y'all, I notice now how to recognize the red flags of physical abuse. Like I could spot those right away. And I'll be like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not dealing with you. But sometimes my challenge is spotting the red flags of verbal and emotional abuse. And not being able to spot those red flags ended me, put me into a relationship in 2018 and 2019 that resulted in me having a mental breakdown. Let me tell y'all, I had a real big mental breakdown in the beginning of 2019. And I was with this man who I loved hard. I loved with every ounce of my being, y'all. I loved this man. But I realized certain things that I should have paid attention to early on. And if I was equipped with the knowledge that I now have, I wouldn't have decided to be with him. 
and he really broke me down y'all and I'll talk about this in the next episode in more depth but that mental breakdown showed me a lot because this man was adamant about how he felt about me and he constantly let me know that no matter who I got with that they would never love me the way he loved me and that made me think like oh am I gonna be able to find anybody better but I had to learn that the love that I was receiving from him that wasn't real love y'all that wasn't real love y'all So it's important that we teach our young women, our young girls, what real love is. We need to really equip our young girls with confidence. We need to really equip our young girls with self-esteem so they won't fall in the trap of some of these men. We need to really show them what real love is and we also need to stop with this mentality of certain things being taboo in our households in our families I know that in black families sex and relationships are very taboo a lot of us grew up without having conversations about sex and relationships And it's hard because you're trying to figure out how to navigate dating and liking someone and having feelings for someone, but not being able to talk about those things with the people that are closest to you. And you want to be able to talk about those things with the people that are closest to you. You don't want to rely on your friends and your homegirls or whoever. You want to be able to have those experiences from your mom, your aunties, the older women in your family without feeling like you're going to be judged or without feeling like you're going to be dismissed. So... I just want to tell y'all, just because he says he loves you, that doesn't mean that he really does. I hope y'all really got something from this episode. And as I said, I'm going to dig a little deeper next episode, but I hope this has brought you some type of healing because sharing my story definitely brings me even more healing because I just love the idea of helping people out. So until next time.